Herzlich Willkommen zum Modellansatz, der mathematische Podcast aus Karlsruhe mit Gudrun Täter und Sebastian Ritterbusch. Today I have a second guest um, who is guest in the group of Leonard Hilbert. Um, he is a mathematician from China and his name is Zhang Jingzhuge. And um, I would like to know what is your research, what are you doing with your mathematical education in this type of research? Yeah, I, I have education educated all from China and uh, mm -hmm. I, I I I just grow and grow and live in China. My research is on the system biology of cancers. So we want to use um, some dynamic models to describe the process of where the cancer is from, and uh, we hope we can just pr make some predictions on the therapy of cancers. That's that's a brief reduction of my research. Mm -hmm. And what type of models do you use? Do you work with partial differential equations? Uh, or? Not really. We, we, we just use uh, ordinary, ordinary differential equations. Mm -hmm. And uh, because um, my training is on the ODE systems, but uh, if you need some spatial effects, yeah, you need um, partial differential equations. But if we can make some variations, like make uh, lattices, and uh, for, for each node there is a ODE, ODE system, so it's a compromise of our technique. Yeah, it's kind of in between partial differential equation <laughs> and ordinary ratio because the, in the second variable you have like a discrete set of things yeah, yeah. and in one yeah. direction it's an, it's an equation with a variable. Yeah. Mm. And um, uh, what kind of, um, so what do the variables stand for in your equations? Okay, we may have um, equations. Just an example. Start with an example. Yeah, I know, mm -hmm. I know. I have several works, and uh, some of them, the variable is the concentration of molecule, mm -hmm. and some of the are uh, the number of cells. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And for some ones, for, for the for, for the last one, we just describe the, for example, the hematopoiesis systems, uh, and the, the variables are the numbers of different blood cells. The, this is something that was described by a delayed equation. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe. Yes. And the delay is um, introduced into your system because things have to, have to develop in one step to the next step? Uh, not really. Uh, because um, we know the stem cells has two stages one is in the proliferating stage and one is in the um, uh, resting state, resting mm -hmm. phase. And uh, it. The resting phase lasts for, for for some days, and then the the cells re-enter the, in the proliferating say, uh, phase. So the rest the, the resting time and also the okay sorry the so the proliferating uh, process takes some some time, mm -hmm. and this is the delay becomes. And also from the precursor uh, cells to the mature cells, mature blood cells in the circulating systems. There are also need, need some need several days or several tens, tens of days or or, or 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 some days, 
and this is also the origin of the delays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is because um, in instead of having like two variables for the two things, you work with the delay in your model. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, what would be questions you ask to your models, to your equations? Um, so the first thing is the mechanism behind this biology process. Mm -hmm. You mean um, for biologists, I mean for the experiments, for e experimental biologists, they just focus on some single single species of proteins or some of, of genes but for for as a mathematician we just want to combine everything especially in the dynamical aspect not in the some not in some state but we just want to look at it in the you know your time course that is um and also um we want to combine some yeah and and Another very interesting um, thing in for our research field is feedback. So if there was some different uh, regulation re relations between several proteins or some gene genes, it's not easy to identify the effects just from the only qualitative description of the relation between two things. Mm. It needs ma mathematics. So we just for for first thing so we just want to know the mechanism, and uh, for a better work, it should be some predictions of the behavior of the system, or the prospective therapy uh, outcomes of mm. of some some drugs or something. Yeah, if you can couple the what your drug is doing to the system with your system. And then predicting what uh, behavior of the patient in the end yeah, should yeah, be yeah, like. Sure, yeah. yeah. And my first work, not my first in my in my PhD program, I used to work with Leonard Hilbert and Michael Mackey in McGill University. So we just investigated the effects of the chemotherapies on the blood systems mm -hmm. and and the blood systems. So if if you administrate the drug in different time yeah. it, or the, the, the timing of the administration of drugs have a very important effects on the system for for some um, protocol of administration it will have to uh, just decrease the diseases mm -hmm. but if you just change the timing maybe you cause the disease even more severe Okay, that's my first work in this area. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, um, the usage of, for example, ordinary differential equations or partial differential equations is kind of classical if you work with um, materials or flow problems like I am doing. <laughs> and then you kind of derive the, the equations from first principles or like um, conservation of mass, conservation of momentum, mm -hmm. things like that, or the observed behavior of your fluid flow, it um, fills any container, things like that. Of course, if you are doing things like you are describing now that you have like a biological system, mm -hmm. you don't really have this basis. So um, in which way um, do you construct the equations um, you are studying? 
you mean the methods one was write down the mathematical formula? <laughs> yes, because of course you can write down whatever you like, but it has to be ah, connected yeah, yeah. what you want to model. We search for the biotic liquiders mm. and find the relations we need, not we need, or we are interested in mm. the relation, and the, um, we just write down the formulas according to the, to the relations. And the, we also make some hypothesis on the, mm. on the unknown relations of the some biological objects to different either by some relations of cells or relation of two different proteins or genes. That's the main main, main idea. We we just write down the formula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so in a way, you have to benefit from what biologists already know, what is kind of the relation, and then to make this um, in your mathematical equations. Hmm? And um, <laughs> no, because, you know, for me, I have had a few conversations with people uh, introducing mathematics into biology. Mm. And I'm always kind of very curious, uh, where, where, where is the basis for the equations? Where is the space? The basis. So the where do oh, the okay. equations come from? Yeah, yeah. You know, because um, if you, of course, if you tr just um, kind of play with kind of write down a system which could be true and then one question could be does the system of equation really um, have the solutions which we observe in the biological process which could be yes or no or but if you want to do predictions then you have to be really sure about your equations and so the question where they come from is even more severe I would say yeah, yeah. so the prediction is uh It's, it's quite it's, it's quite a problem yeah. in our field. If we do make some predictions, and um, yeah, so the article is will will, will be much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And but uh, for my work, we have. Oh, I am not that strong to make very strong predictions. Mm. For most of my works, we just explain the the underlying mechanism. Uh, mechanism of of the biological system. Yeah, um, I hope not. I can manage to make some strong predictions in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, do you analyze your uh, ordinary differential equations or your system of ordinary differential equations in an analytical way, or do you also use numerical simulations? Um, mostly numerical methods and ways, because um, there are many ordinary differential yeah. equations. It's where it's, it's impossible to analytic methods uh, applied to, to to them, and but for some time, if we can reduce it to the two dimensional case, yes, we can do. Yeah, we can do analysis. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's the possibility that you can make it two dimensional. Then you know what analytically happens, and then you can see if your numerical. Um, simulation just does the same thing as kind of a yeah. almost proof that the numerical simulation works. Yes, and another thing is, uh, for example, one of my words was, is uh, talk about the talk about the apoptosis means cell feed after some strains. Mm -hmm. So although there are many equations, but we just focus on two equations for for our analysis. We can. Right, we can draw the vector field mm. uh, in, in the face in the face space.
So we can analyze why the cell initial to 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 to, to apoptosis or it keeps the survival from the vector field of the phase space. But that is really not um main part of this article, just just the picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um so um when you started out to become a mathematician, what was your idea about mathematics? So you mean begin to mathematics? Yeah. So because there was some moment in your life when you decided to become a mathematician. Yeah. When I was a child, hmm. when I sleeps in the kindergarten in the in the afternoon, I cannot sleep and just thinking at some some question like this. You can um, find the next stop of of the bus, but how is the next point in the in the line? At that time, I don't have the concept of discrete or continuity, <laughs> but I start thinking, why there's Next stop for a bus or a tree, but no, no, no next stop, next point, or, or where is the next point of the of the line? And uh, so when I was maybe in high school, I find a book in the something about the infinity. I don't know the English name of 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 this book. Maybe some like one, two, three by infinity by Gamow for some. It's a Russian sentence, mm-hmm. and it told the the world of infinity. So there's a one-to-one corresponding for a set to some set if the set is infinity. Mm. So I was, uh, and also I have a good per- performance in in the math course in the in high school and even uh, in high school, middle school, primary school. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I choose to have. And I took to the math major as an undergraduate, and um, okay for for the third or fourth year of my undergraduate, I just say the some uh see see the web the web the web page of the graduate uh, of the uh, applied math center in Tsinghua University. Okay, I find there's a very fam- famous applied mathematician, C.C. Lin. Do you know him? Mm-mm. No, he's, he's uh, emeritus uh, professor of, uh, of MIT. He, uh, he's a Chinese. He, he's Chinese and he returned to China mm-hmm. to found the, um, to, to, to found a, a, a center for applied math. And I find, okay, mathematics can apply to biology. That's, that's interesting. So I just submit my application material and just a month later they said, oh, I'm, I was admitted. <laughs> and then I began to work in this field of mathematics, uh, applied mathematics of biology. Mm, yeah, but I'm still in- interested in pure mathematics, but not for career, just, just, just for interest. <laughs> mm. yeah. Now the thing is, um, for example, in Germany, Uh, whenever you are at school, you have something which they call mathematics at school. And of course, if you stay there for 10 or 12 years, you have an idea that you know what mathematics is about because you have it at school for so long time. Then you enter university to study mathematics and then the first shock is, it's a completely different story <laughs> from school. 
Yeah, because of course there are still numbers and plus and minus and things like that. But the way how you work with it is a completely different way. And um, that's why very often uh, people decide for mathematics because, for example, they were good at school. But then they find out that mathematics is about so many other things than they were thinking before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, I just memorize one thing, and I don't like examinations in high school <laughs> and in middle school. Okay, I can understand that. The teacher told us you can do this, this, this. Yeah. But most of most of them didn't tell you why you should do this, 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 and I was very, very lucky. I was uh, my high school is the one of the best high school in China, so I met a very very nice mathematical teachers. He just let me know why why I should do it. I I feel very happy. Mm. I feel happy, and I even want to uh, explore more of about the mathematics. So yeah, yeah. so. Um, yeah, because in, when you are at university, then the most important question is why. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah, because if, even if beforehand you learned a lot of formula and don't really know where they come from, and only learn how to apply them, but if at university sometimes it's not really that important to really calculate correctly, but you have to know. I want to find out the solution to that problem and this, I make mm. this ansatz and I make this ansatz because there is a reason and you have to give the reason which is much more important than sure. to make the calculations, things like that. And also, for example, all the numerical simulation stuff you never see at school. Uh, for, from the statistical side of mathematics, there are just a few things you see but mm. very often they don't really take away so much of it, especially if the teacher don't tell them why. <laughs> No, in statistics, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you kind of lose uh, what's, what it's really about. And um, so, in principle, during their study courses in mathematics, they learn to understand what mathematics really means, and then they find what they like best. Mm -hmm. And then um, they kind of work throughout their master thesis to go in this direction they like most. And sometimes if they are... Uh, really into it, they stay for a PhD or they go to somewhere else to make a PhD there. Yeah. So um, going away uh, for your PhD from China, um, uh, did you really want to work in this special place and apply it there or did you really just um, take the opportunity to see um, some uh, some other working group, how they are working or What was your reason to uh, work in Montreal? Okay, there is... Uh, you mean Montreal, Canada? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, uh, exchange. Mm -hmm. Exchange program, not, not for rise by the Chinese government, is to promote the students, especially for PhD students, mm. to learning in abroad universities for one or two years without any degree. Mm. So I applied for this program and also my PhD thesis uh, PhD thesis uh, uh, so a supervisor has already established some connection uh, yeah. uh, connection yeah. with uh, Michael Mackey in Mackey University so I just go there okay yeah. why I go there I find oh, something completely different from myself 
Um, you mean you know uh, in China? Although I was uh, motivated, I think I was motivated, but not so. I I, I thought I was motivated as student, but compared to, for example, Lena Hilbert, okay, I I was le- less mo- motivated. Yeah, it's that's a good thing that we can not. Um, you know, for me, I was the first student of my. PhD advisor. So, when I have problem, when I have questions, I just I just go to ask him. But in Montreal, there were many students in these areas. They will automatically discuss something very interesting, and then even not even not related, even this problem unrelated with their PhD thesis. They are very interested in, mm. in 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 the discussion, so uh, I enjoyed this atmosphere because there are many students in the same field. And that's um, okay, but the oh yeah, but the situation is uh, it's much better for the later students of of my PhD mm. supervisor because they have uh, some PhD brother like like me. <laughs> They can go to go to me for 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 some te- technical problems, not 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 for the philosophical philosophical problems. So okay, I think I, this um, and uh, also um, for to go to the Montreal. Um, I sh- I work with Michael Mackey with the yeah, the blood disease problems. Mm. I just I just mentioned. Okay, that's a very interesting. Problem and also, that is very, very interesting framework for for the investigation of the blood system. And that was I I learned most from from the from, from this uh, yeah. exchange experiments. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is always the thing that I I saw this and I hear this very often that if you have a larger group of different people, then you learn so much more than you expect to learn. Yeah, because it's not just on the topic you want to understand more, but a lot of other things around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that your stay in Karlsruhe is also a nice stay for you. Sure, yeah. Mm, I just, I know that Leonard has, uh, has his own experimental life, so mm-hmm. I asked him to... I need to watch your uh, watch your experiments. Yeah, that's very interesting, and uh, I have never do doing experimental before. And for this time, I just sit behind him. He's doing experimental. Oh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> that's very funny. And, and you uh, don't expect this as a mathematician, yes? <laughs> and this uh, is part of your um, life as a mathematician. Yeah, professor. That you see someone doing experiments where you can contribute on a mathematical level. <laughs> It's not what you expect as a mathematician. Yeah. So thank you for taking the time during your time here in Karlsruhe to having that conversation. Okay. Okay.